From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. And for those of you who like to email, you can also email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about why your marriage needs some fun and games to break the sexual routine. And as we start the One Extraordinary Marriage show, you all know that I like to start the show with a hug. And uh, this week, as we were talking about the topic about having fun and games, breaking the sexual routine, I just looked at Tony and I said, you know, I want a boring sex life. Said no one ever. We've all seen those said no one ever shirts or memes or whatever. And I realized that that no one says this, right? No one says I want a boring sex life, but so many fall into that place. And that's really what we're going to be pulling apart on today's show. But as we love to start the One Extraordinary Marriage show, we start with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new listeners, welcome to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're so happy that you found us on iTunes or a friend said, hey, you need to listen to these guys. We're just, we're thrilled to have you as part of the family. You know it. And the hug is really where you get to hear from other folks in the one family who have seen their marriages transformed, who have experienced breakthrough. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's Sex Stack Contest. And you can check this out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash sex stack. And Elisa said, a contest. So come on over. We got an awesome, an awesome giveaway. So come over and check that out. Absolutely. It's been a while since we've done a contest. And so this is going to be a lot of fun for everybody. And and that's what we're talking about because we want the One Extraordinary Marriage family to have some fun in the bedroom. So this week we're sponsoring a contest where one lucky winner will win their very own sex stack. This item is on our must have list for the bedroom. We've been talking about it for years. It's basically like Jenga where you pull out a, you know one of the wooden blocks from the bottom and you try and put it on the top without knocking over the tower of blocks. But there's a twist, folks, because this version has a number on every single block. And those numbers correspond to an activity on the game cards, right? So you've got game cards, you've got the blocks, you've got numbers, and you've got the two of you. So it's definitely a recipe for a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. The game comes with three sets of teaser cards and one set of hardcore cards. And I'm just going to put the disclaimer out there so you guys don't have to, you know, come and send us emails or anything like that. If there are certain sexual words that offend you, just toss the hardcore cards in the trash when you first get it. But this is a great way to break out of the routine, to try new things and explore one another. And we want you to go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash sex stack to enter. So here's the hug. This person says, I found your podcast over a year ago and they have changed my life and my marriage in so many ways. In a few short days, we will be celebrating one year of following the intimacy lifestyle. Right on. Congratulations. Good job. My wife and I have been married for 19 years. We never had. So that means they started in their 18th year of marriage. The intimacy lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Way to go, you guys. Well, and what that says is that it's, it's never too late in your marriage. To try something new. To try something new. Yeah, I love it. The husband goes on to say, we never had a honeymoon. So two years ago, we attended, decided to attend a conference in a neighboring state. It was nice and we had a good time together. So we decided to make it an annual trip. Last year, after discovering your podcast, we resolved to do the seven days of sex challenge over the conference weekend. Now, years ago, when my wife was in school, we decided to start a family. So timing was critical. We calculated everything back to ensure delivery would be during summer break so as not to interfere with our classes. 
Well, they had done all this, and he said the first two days were great, but by the third day, enthusiasm was waning, and by day five, it was the last thing I wanted to do. Now, keep in mind, this was years ago when they were planning a family and knew right. that they had a narrow window to make that happen to you know get the baby to come over summer break. He goes on to say, so I was a little apprehensive about the seven days sex challenge. Yeah, so, and what I hear there too, because a lot of folks will hear, will, you know, come across seven days of sex challenge or you and I talk about mm-hmm. them and it's always like the wife, it, it, the, the perception is that it's always going to be the wife who's apprehensive, doesn't want to do it, is the one who's going to shoot, you know, shoot the husband down. Right. And, and here it is. And we've heard it from many of guys as well. They're like, what, what's that look like for me? Right. Because we as husbands and as guys have that same, you know, that same thought process as well. Such a good point. Such a good point. He goes on to say, back to last year, we started off fine and we're feeling a lot more connected when on day five, now keep in mind the first time around when they were trying to make babies, it was day Day five five was the the hiccup there. He says, on day five, my wife suddenly became ill. Mm. She's so competitive that she was suggesting positions that might not cause her to throw up on me. Yeah, yeah. I finally had to tell her, no, it's over. We didn't make it. We'll make it next time. Go to bed. Right. Because the least romantic thing is when somebody throws up on you during sex. It's just not Mm, good. No good. He goes, so we cruised through winter and spring, growing closer. And one day, right before Memorial Day weekend, I got a text from my wife. Do you want to do a six-day sex challenge? (laughs) Sure, I said, but it's supposed to be seven days. I have to go back to work in six days, she said. So that's it. He goes on to say, I wasn't going to argue. I agreed on the spot. Sure thing. So we went through six days and had a wonderful time connecting on all levels. And I just want to point out here that he didn't say just connecting sexually. Right. He said connecting on all levels. Mm -hmm. So many people think the seven days of sex challenge is all about sex. And what happens is is that when you make one area of your marriage a priority, other things start to fall in line. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what this couple was experiencing. He goes on to say, it was fantastic. On the seventh day, our youngest was taking driver's training and our older son was over here doing something else. I dropped the youngest off to class and headed home. When I got there, my wife greeted me with a grin and said, we have the house to ourselves. Do you want to make it official? I, I want that. Okay. I'm raising my hand to that. Yes. Well, I love that this wife like was looking at opportunities, right? Yeah. It wasn't one more thing to do. It wasn't like, well, let's just go grocery shopping or let me do the laundry or something. Her husband's coming home. She knows they have the house for ourselves. And she asked the question, do you want to make it official? And so now we can officially say we did it. Right on. Thank you for everything you've done for us and many others. Yeah. So those of you who are just joining us and, and learning about the seven days of sex challenge, a we did it. You can, you can email that to us at info at onextraordinarymarriage.com. And a we did it is you completed your seven days of sex challenge or a 10 day or a 30 day, whatever you and your spouse have agreed upon. And we love those. Mm-hmm. And we love receiving those because it is honestly one of the highlights of our week when we receive these because we know what it takes to get there, right? Yeah. It, just as this couple has gone through it, we know what it takes. We've done eight of them ourselves. So we understand what can happen in that time frame, even just seven days that can derail you. And so we really want to make sure that we encourage you, mm-hmm. we, we celebrate you first and foremost. We want to celebrate your accomplishment because you'd be surprised at what it means to so many to know that you went after it, just like this couple did. So congratulations, you yeah, guys. So excited. And you know, honestly, this couple is a perfect example of the difference that can happen in a marriage when you bring fun back to your bedroom. Right? You know, Tony and I have so many conversations when we were at a party last night and, and somebody's like, oh yeah, no, I've heard about you guys. 
right? You, you yeah. guys are the ones behind. Somebody even said, oh, you're the ones behind the seven days of sex challenge. I'm like, ah, here we go. We're at a yep. party. Here's what's going to happen. And it was great because people know us for that. And we're happily known for that. But what happened to us is that we had to bring fun back to the bedroom because so many people that we talk to have lost the fun in the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's one more thing on the to-do list. It's the same position in the same way at the same time, every time. And, and so really, you know, we're thrilled that you're having sex, mm-hmm. right? Like it's great that, that the sexual intimacy piece hasn't completely fallen off the radar screen like it has for a lot of couples. But the, the thing, the challenge becomes that when there's nothing to look forward to, no anticipation, it, it gets boring. Guys, I, I'm just, I'm going to call it what it is. It's boring. We get into our we get into a sexual routine. It's and we've we've mentioned this before in past podcasts where Elisa and I have been there where it's like, okay, you move that way, so I'm gonna touch you this way. You make this groan or you make that movement and I'll do this, and it, it becomes very regimented. Yeah. Very structured. It, it's the uh which means no, don't do that. So you never do that again or try to do that again when really it was just, Hey, you know what happened there? You know, you can ask afterwards, you know, what, what happened? Why, why, why did that tweak you? You know, just let me know. So I understand because I I wasn't catching the vibe. So we've been there before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the whole, you know, he does this, she does that. You can set your watch by it because you know, it takes about 20 minutes from, you know, the first look to clean up and you've got, I want to, and I just want to share for us what 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 was a rut that I remember us just a sexual routine that we had for us was foreplay. We would get into bed. It was in all honesty, you guys, it was so routine. It was like, boom, clockwork, get into bed. And this was during a period of time with Elisa uh, was having vaginal dryness. Oh, so this is years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just having some vaginal dryness. So we would use lube um, to help her along there. So it was just sort of this, hey, you know, sort of little kiss, little kiss here, there, this. Before you know it, she's just, her her arm would just, and it's her right arm because she'd be laying on her back. (laughs) She'd just grab off her nightstand the lube. She'd basically put it on her finger. Okay. Lube up, go. Okay, Tony, you know, you can rub me a little bit. Let's go. And and no kidding, that probably happened for months. Easily months. Easily. You know, months. just this sort of that was it. There was no, hey, let's bring some fun back. Let's let's break this routine that we're in to just get the job done. And and part of that was, you know, a lot of that was in my head. I didn't think that I could break through my own blocks. Right. And, and the other part of that was I, I still wanted Tony to be satisfied. Right. So I wasn't going to be like, oh, okay, well, you're not getting any. Right. That would have been one possible solution. Like if I'm not getting any, you know, if I, this isn't good for me, then you're not getting any, which is not, not a good answer. And yet I was like, well, I, I'm not working on my own. So I've got to, you know, need, I need something else. So let's just get that something else into the equation as fast as possible. And that other, that other for us was the loop. loop. Right. The lubrication. lubricant. Right. So it's not working for myself. So let me just, you know, speed this along. And so instead of being present, fully present and just enjoying our time together, I was like, okay, what's next on the agenda? Yeah. Grab the loo, you know, arm out of bed, grab the loo. Cause it was always like on the windowsill above my head, you know, grab it, 
The only time there was a little like hiccup in that is if the wind it had been cold outside and then all of a sudden the lube was cold. I'm like, okay, time out. <laughs> like we got to warm this up first. But you see what I'm saying? Like we just knew the drill. Like I can still, as I'm sharing this with you guys, my arm goes up as like, I know exactly how far I had to reach mm-hmm. to get it. How routine and structured is that? Right? Where's the anticipation? Where's the excitement? Mm-hmm. There Guys, there wasn't any. This was before the 60 Days of Sex Challenge. This was before anything that is now One Extraordinary Marriage was in existence. This was at a really low point in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And our sexual. I, I, I mean, our sexual. The fact that we can even you know talk about the fact that it happened more than once is kind of funny because I don't know that we were having sex that often back then. You know, to even... Yeah. Do you even have a routine? I, I agree, but it was, but it was just. <laughs> but that was so the only routine memorable. we had, right? I mean, that was the way it always was. It was nothing more. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, done. Let's let's roll. No fun. No fun no at all. Fun, and you know when you when you find yourself in this routine, and you know again, I go back to that quote that I opened the show with. You know, I want a boring sex life. Said no one ever. People don't get married to have boring sex lives. They don't, guys. You know, when you when you think about Hollywood or you think about erotic, you know, all of these different things, right? There are all these like crazy, amazing sex life going on. And you're like, oh, well, ours doesn't quite stack up to that, right? And so now you have these feelings of resentment that start creeping in, right? Like, well, we don't have that. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to fulfill my obligation. I'm just going to do my duty to my spouse. Well, that, that kind of stinks, right? Guys, this is a gift, okay? Can I be really clear that that when you give a gift to to someone, let's not do the sourpuss face and the like, I don't want to give this to you gift giving, right? Like think about it. When you, we actually just took one of our children to a birthday party, the younger one, and every all the kids are walking in with presents to give to the birthday child, right? And there's this anticipation, right? Like, ooh, you know, we've got ribbons, we've got, you know, wrapping paper, we've got gift bags and tissue. Like, it's, it's colorful and the kids are all excited, right? It's a, it's a fun thing to give somebody a gift. Sex is a gift to your spouse. Let's get excited about it. Okay, let's stop making this be about obligation and duty. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I've said it, guys. I mean, I've shared on the show. There was a season in our marriage where having sex with Tony was like bottom of the to-do list. So it often got rolled to the next day and the next day and the next day until he was like pawing me. And I'm like, okay, fine. Let's have sex. Let's go through our 30-minute routine. Ready, set, go. You know, I, I, like, I got to be done in 35 minutes because like I'm going to fold laundry or I'm going to, I don't know, I got something better to do than you. Right? I mean, that was really the message I was sending. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you, you know, when you keep sending out that message, I will tell you, it can, if there's no fun in the bedroom, it can lead to you or your spouse looking to outside sources for excitement. Right. Some of those may be that you're reading erotica. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. It could be looking at pornography or even making connections with other people. But I want to ask you right now, right, because we're not talking about all of that stuff. We're talking about having fun in your bedroom. So what if you could change the level of fun in your bedroom? What if, what if you could do little things that would bring the excitement back to the connection that the two of you have? Mm-hmm. What if your bedroom, now just, just bear with me here, what if your bedroom was a place of fun instead of a place of obligation and duty? Would you want to go spend some time there? That's a huge mind shift. It is a huge mind shift. I almost think I need to repeat that. 
What if your bedroom was a place of fun instead of a place of obligation and duty? And I want to just say real quick, Tony mentioned it at the beginning, you know, when we were talking about um, the couple and the seven days of sex challenge that sometimes there's this expectation that's the women that are resistant or the women that, that, you know, are maybe more reluctant to do the seven days of sex challenge. What we're talking about right here, men and women feel this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can, can I tell you that there are definitely men that I coach that feel that sex is just one more thing they have to do or an obligation to their wives. And there are women that feel the same way too. So this is not like, hey, ladies, step up your game. This is, hey, couples. Step up your game. Step up your game. Together. And when I ask you these questions, you know, the what if questions, or what would it be like? I'm not asking you because this is some kind of like pie in the sky dream that, oh, wouldn't it be good if we could all have amazing, fun sex life? I'm asking you because I know it's possible. Right? I know because the, the couple that Tony shared with you, our story, that boring sex life, that Elisa, you know, reach up with the right hand and grab the lube, that couple, us, has been transformed. Right? We have a lot of fun in our bedroom. Right? We have a lot of, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. We still do quickies, and there are still some nights that we're kind of like, yeah. <laughs> You can tell we have those nights because, you know, after 20 years together, we even make the same sound when we're, you know, describing them, right? doesn't mean that we're just like, oh, well, that was an awful night. We're not having sex again for three weeks. Are you kidding me? We're having sex in three days or four, depending on how it fell with the intimacy lifestyle, right? It, just because you have one eh, night doesn't mean that you stop having sex with your spouse, just means you have something to look forward to the next time mm-hmm. right right i mean guys you can have fun it doesn't matter if you've been married two years or 22 years because i hear from a lot of people too they're like well we you know i mean like we've been married so long like you know we're kind of past the point of having fun in our marriage can i just remind you that the hug at the start of the show was from a couple who's been married 19 years has been doing the intimacy lifestyle for the last year of their marriage and just earlier this year completed the seven days of sex challenge. Do you think they're having a little bit of fun? Right, and they've got kids that are doing like dry, they're literally thinking, I mean, life is getting good, right? Kids are out. Now, this doesn't mean that those of you that have young kids at home can't still have fun in the bedroom. Uh You can. And guys, your marriage absolutely needs you to have fun in the bedroom. It does. You, you need to laugh together. You need to explore each other. You need to have times when things don't work. Because I will tell you, we've had those times. Oh, yeah. They actually end up being some of our funniest stories after the fact. When we're like, And I, I know some of you have heard me use the phrase, like, Tony will suggest a position, and it's like getting into a twister move. And I'm like, dude, I'm thinking about the position so much, I can't even... Like be pre- like I got, I'm trying to figure out how I'm balanced here or where my leg is supposed to go. It just too much thinking just kills the mood. But it was fun trying to get into it. And it's funny, like having the conversation with him going, you know what, dude, twister. Like I'm in a twister place here. Can mm-hmm. we, can we just do something that we know works? Right. And then we, then we have fun after it. Why? Because we're creating new memories because our bedroom has become a place of fun. It's a place that we look forward to going instead of just being like, oh, geez gotta do the bedroom thing again right so if the kids are gone use another bedroom 
or another place in oh. the house. <laughs> I'm like, use another bedroom. What? <laughs> what, what, what? You know, the truth is that, that there are a lot of people. And I know a lot of you in the one family who are listening to us going, Lisa, we got this. Like we are mm-hmm. having fun in our bedroom. A- and what we want to share with you in this show is that having fun in your bedroom is all about creativity, creating a sense of creativity and excitement. It's not doing the same thing every time. Some of you are killing your sexual intimacy by holding on to so much fear that you can't do something different. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of, well, what if I don't like it? Okay, well, what if you don't like it, don't do it again. But try it once. Maybe try it twice because maybe the first time you were just like uncomfortable and it was awkward and the second time you're like, yeah, you know what? That's not so bad. When you fail at something, you learn something. Failure is not the end, right? We've been conditioned so much in our lives that failure ends. It's like, oh, if we fail at doing this and we can never do it again. No, failure is just, okay, we learned something. It worked. It didn't work. We liked it. We didn't like it. And in our marriages, we got to look at it like that sometimes, especially when it comes to our sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like Elisa was talking about, this this position or that position, it didn't work. Okay, we tried. Does it mean that we're never going to have sex again? No, it just means the next time we have sex and the next time and the next time, we're probably not going to just bring up that position. We'll find another position that works better for us in that moment, in that time. And yet if we never had tried anything, we'd still be in the same place we, we are you know, now that we were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what's opened up. And, and again, we're not saying that it, it always works. It's always perfect. I mean, one of the games we're going to share with you here today is, is the sex stack. And, you know, just taking that out of the box and in beginning to do it was interesting in itself. Right, because this game actually made it on, uh, has made it on a number of lists. Mm-hmm. that we have and we're going to put a link to fun board games to spice up your sex life yeah and if you want to check it out you can just go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash board games there you go um but this game sex deck has been kind of interesting for us because we actually started giving it like when we get invited to weddings the de lorenzo's don't give china patterns and we don't give um we don't give linens Mm-mm. we give fun, creative gifts like sex deck, right? Because it looks like a Jenga game, right? Like you could actually have it out. And because it just has the numbers on it, you could make up any kind of story you wanted to about what this game actually is. But you know, it's a game that, that changes the dynamic between husband and wife, because like I said, you know, in the, when I was talking about the contest and you know, guys make sure that you enter, cause this is just going to be a fun thing to win. So to go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash sex stack, get your entry in this week. But as you do that, you'll see a picture of the box. And so it looks like Jenga, but it comes with these cards, right? And there's like red, yellow, green, I think black. Anyway, so you start playing with a set of cards, right? And so you pull one out and whatever number you pull out, you look at the corresponding number on the card. And that's what you either have done to you or you do to your spouse. It, it It's very clear on the cards, right? But we did this because we found that there are times, even after 20 years, when we still fall into our routines, why? Because life is busy or we've got a lot going on or sometimes it's just like, oh, I can't think of something else. So we, we were pulling this game out the other day. Kids are gone. We've got the house to ourselves. And um, there's some things you guys need to know about playing games in the bedroom, right? First of all, um, and Tony brought this up as it, to make sure that we definitely included this in the show notes. Erections are hard to maintain when you're playing any type of sexual game. Yeah, so for you guys... 
you know, this is something that I've learned over the years when we're doing a game or we're trying something new that for myself, because you're going through these, these highs and, and I don't want to call them lows, but, but you're doing something together and then it's like, okay, well, we're going to try this now. And during that, that this section where, you know, maybe we're, we're pulling another piece out or from you're reading what's on or it you're or, yeah, reading you're or doing... whatever you're doing, it, it is hard to maintain an erection. So it's nothing to, you know, be like, oh my gosh, I can't maintain the, own it. Let your wife know, hey, you know what? As we're going through these different pieces, just realize I'm going to have an erection at times and other times I'm probably going to be flaccid. Right. And it's, it's totally cool. It has nothing to do with you, you know, arousing me or anything like that. So just as a heads up for you guys, just, just realize that because I've noticed that in my own, in my own self and in my own life, you know, when we do these things and there have been times where I, I, I feel embarrassed and it wasn't until I just sort of vocalized that to Elisa and let her know that, that she was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's totally cool. You know, we'll, we'll make sure you're erect before we have sex. Okay. Right. And we'll take care of it. Yeah. You know, because here's the thing, guys, allowing yourself the freedom to explore one another without always saying no, or I'd never do that. It's a way for the two of you to deepen your trust and connection to one another. Right. Because having fun in your bedroom, having variety in your sex life gives you something to look forward to. And yet here's, here's the thing when you're doing sex stack, it's going to put you in positions. It's going to put you in places Mm -hmm. that you never thought possible that feel awkward and out of place. Believe me, raising my hand on that one. Right. But those are those moments where you just sort of go, okay, let's just do it and see what this is like. Because through that process, you may actually find something that you both enjoy. Right. That 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 is that heightens the excitement, right? And some of them might be like, "What in the world are we doing?" And that's okay for me, anyways. When Elise and I were doing, it's like, "What in the world are we doing?" Like this is really awkward. And those are those moments where, honestly, from erection to flaccid, and you just got to sort of laugh about it. You smile and you're like, "Okay, not sure what's up. Pull the, pull the next piece out and let's let's right. move on." But it's being able to just go, we're learning, we're having fun, we're letting our guards down, we're letting the walls down, we're, we're being transparent, we're being open. It's not going to be perfect the first time, folks. The first time Elisa and I got behind these microphones six and a half years ago, it was nowhere near perfect. The first time we started writing on our website at One Extraordinary Marriage, it was nowhere near perfect. And they're still not perfect. We're constantly learning. We're constantly tweaking. We're, t- we're constantly, you know, massaging things. And that's the way you've done your work probably over the years. And it's the same thing that you, you need to be doing in your, your sexual relationship with your spouse. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be perfect, folks. It, it needs to be something that you just do together and learn together. So the next time you pull it out, you go, okay, when that weird one comes out, Let's just let's just do it. Let's have fun. Let's laugh about it and move on. And the nice thing with sex stack too is that because you have the three sets of teaser cards, like we did for there were a couple where we're like, okay, well, let's see what that number looks like on a different set, right? You've got the flexibility, guys. Nothing is set in stone. But the most important thing is that you have fun. I mean, like when we did, yeah, when Tony was saying yeah. when we did sex stack and we've done it, 
it's all about trying something new. It's about breaking us out of our routines. And, and you know, we'll, we'll go through a game, you know, because basically the game ends when the stack tumbles, kind of like Jenga. Yeah, and then right. you have sex. And then you have sex, right? And, and you can do, you know, you can try one of the new positions that you picked up during the game. You can go back to what you know, but here you've created a completely different environment, mm-hmm. right? E- even if you play for five minutes, You've given yourself, the two of you, permission to do something new, to do something different, right? And and in that place, again, we're talking like maybe five or seven minutes, depending on how skilled you all are at keeping the blocks balanced. Some of you may be master Jenga players, in which case, you know. You're you're building a tower. You're building a huge tower. You figured out how to get everything to balance on one block at the bottom, whatever it is. Yeah, and the game could possibly, here's the other thing too with it, which is awesome. Because many of us know sex lasts anywhere between basically for most folks, anywhere like from foreplay to um, culmination, ejaculation, climax, you're, you're looking at five to seven minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty darn quick. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you look at the scheme of things, sex stack or any other board game that you bring in that is only between you and your spouse that you play together extends that out. Right. So like when you're building your tower, it may end up being a half an hour. It may be that you guys are just sitting there nude for a half an hour, you know, crazy, uh, unbelievable. And then you may go into your, that time afterwards where you're, where you're more foreplay into your sexual intimacy. So that's the other cool thing that I, I really enjoy about bringing these things in is that, Hey, is it every single time? No. Are there certain times during the month when we can bring this in and allow ourselves to do that? Yes. And that's what we're what we're challenging you guys to do this week. You know, it, it's not an every time, you know, hey, every time we have sex now, it needs to be this this two hour ordeal playing a game. No, it's you know, let's let's break out. Let's have some let's have some fun this this evening or today. You know, the kids are gone. School's going back in for for many of us. So we we have our afternoons again or our mornings and we can go, hey, you know, let's let's just have some fun this morning, you know? We got the morning off. Kids are gone. Let's let's go enjoy it. Guys, have fun this week. Have fun. Look at your bedroom as a place where you have fun. Look at your spouse as someone that you have fun with. Right? It doesn't have to, you don't have to like walk to your bedroom door and be like, okay, solemn face. Right? Off to do my job. <laughs> no. Come on. Right? Go in there going, oh my gosh, I wonder what kind of fireworks we're going to light today. Right? Think about the fireworks. Think about the excitement. Bring it back into your marriage and make sure, guys, that you don't miss your opportunity to win your own sex stack. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash sex stack. Enter to win. We can't wait to um, ship off a brand new sex stack all wrapped up for you guys um, to a lucky winner. Yeah. So be it the sex stack, be it one of the games that we talked about um, that you can go check out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash board games, whatever it may be. Go out there, try something new. Talk to your spouse about it. Pick one up that you both can go, you know what? We can try that out together. Let's go for it. For those of you who are interested though, by all means, come on, join the contest. We're giving one away. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash sex stack. Fill out the information. We love you. Have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys.